You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! So th- here's the set. This is like 2006, all right? Dead, dead heat in my space. I meet this girl. We talk for a while. We bond over a local synth artist named Terry Dawn. Okay. Um, we, we happen to be fans of him. I was a fan of him at the, t- at the time. She decides she's going to fly here. I'm like, fucking awesome. <coughs> so we're talking. Um, <clears throat> we're both Seahawks fans. Great. Perfect. It seems like a match made in heaven. And I'm thinking, well, I guess I got to move to Seattle now. You know, because that's crickets. how <laughs> crickets exactly. Because that's how I usually think. <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, this girl, this girl, I like now. Thankfully, she's local. Like For real, like, the time being. Like yeah, exactly. I'll move to Portland in a year. You know? Hey, dude, you know, overnight drive Portland style, man. I just, <laughs> I just went to the food truck. I work. I'm a bar back at a bar. I'm 37. It's gonna be amazing. It's totally cool. Totally, it's totally cool. I got this all worked out, dude. It's going to be great. Uh, Geppetto is letting me work at the bike shop once a week. <laughs> it's like, it's going to be great, man. You know, I really got this whole hooked up. I'm working at the Vegan Bistro a couple nights a week. Oh, it's going to be great. It's cool. I have five jobs to, yeah. to make rent. I'm selling CDs to make rent. It's going to be fucking sweet. <laughs> it's I, I told my mom and dad to mail me my boxes of CDs in the basement from when I lived there. And I'm selling them so I can make my... Six hundred eighty-five dollar for half of one room rent. Nah, in yeah, cool. My my ten roommates are gonna be really pissed if I yeah. don't. Yeah, Clark and Barb and Jordan and Geppetto. <laughs> oh, Geppetto lives with Geppetto you. Geppetto also lives with me. That's a thing. He threw me a bomb. He's like, "Well, all right, we'll barter. Like, if you fucking run, if you run the electric from the streetlight outside and figure out a way to do it." <laughs> I'll knock like $30 off your rent and you have to walk turbo for a week. He's a fair dude. Yeah. Fair dude. I'll walk turbo the dog for a week. It'd be good. <laughs> I'm like, do I have to use this like cast iron chain leash, dude? He just shrugs. He's like, uh, that's what he likes, you know? I mean, <laughs> it's that of the hemp rope. It's a hemp, yeah, the hemp rope. But he's using the hemp rope as a belt at the moment, so I can't do that. <laughs> so. Well... Uh, I, I hope know. Geppetto's on Facebook. Yeah, there's people talking. There's we're talking to some people right now, and it's that's just hitting them hard because oh, looking, yeah, somebody's getting really salty yeah, right now. Like I just like the rope belt. I like I like the punk lifestyle. I like living with ten people. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> I like writing my name on my groceries. It's awesome. awesome. I like I like communal dishwashing. It's great. <laughs> 
Sometimes I splash soapy water on the uh, on the schedule. Yeah. That way no one knows it's my turn to wash dishes. I burnt toast once, and Clara opened her f- flower box window from on high and said, What are you burning down there? It was amazing. I'm trying to dry. I'm trying to dry a sundress in the clothesline that runs inexplicably across our living room. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Did I just take like not, like twenty percent of our audience there? Like, yeah, man. Left, like home, homie, homies and homegirls, look to your left and to your right. Like, are there like, you know, stuff? Is there stuff on the floor? And there are like people you don't know hanging out. Like, maybe you might live in a punk house. Um. Mm. Was that like an industrial size like hand hand lotion on top of the TV? Holy shit! Yeah, we're we're getting far off track, and Geppetto really uh, yeah, Geppetto. unplugged us. <laughs> Geppetto, I need some more hours at the bike shop. Well, you could probably work at the cafe downstairs, which is just like one coffee pot. You know, you probably work at like the it's like a combination bike rescue and also a coffee place. Well, there's a laundromat outside, and you can wash yourself with a hose. <laughs> Come on! About to fall on the floor right now. Yeah, exactly. I just described like like everywhere in Philadelphia right now too, which is amazing. Holy shit! Oh my god! Okay, wash. You can like you can like you can like wash off with the hose, man. You can like you can like give you can give Turbo some water. Give Turbo a bath. Give Turbo a bath, dude. (laughs) Uh, Turbo like barks in approval. Oh, he's a piece of punk dog. He loves it. Oh, fuck the punk dog. Holy shit. Yeah, if you bring if you bring your dog to a show, like I'm going to shoot you in the back with a shotgun. How about that? Tim Tebow is going to be <sighs> Superman 3. We're certainly going to see him out in LA or fucking Florida. He's going to be drunk. He's going to have a beard. He's going to be like, oh, fucking, what the fuck did you do for me? Fucking fuck this dick. Who's going to take care of my dick? You'd think a weapon of Christ could get a fucking W-2 every now and then, but apparently not. you think a weapon of Christ would have like a uh, completely innocuous, no, like boring, wh- uh, white, blonde girlfriend. <laughs> but that's not the case. Tim Tebow uh, uh, is rumored to have never had a girlfriend. Shocker. Real shocker. shocker. Yeah. Could you handle that fucking religious trip? Like, it'd be like dating a person who is really vegan really straight edge and really PC. It'd yeah. be like, okay, can we just like, I just want you to like really fuck me and then I want to go get like a burger and fries. Can we just do that once? Because that's like really good. That's like that really good shit. Will Whoa. you just log off the Tumblr for five minutes? Yeah. You just, okay, Hang yeah, the, the, that, that link will share its, okay, okay that, a fucking Animal Defense League, a fucking Animal Liberation Front fucking thing will share itself, I promise. Like, I want you to, like, talk dirty to me and, like, give me that good shit. And then I want to go get a burger and, like, fries and, like, do, like, the shit that other people do. And, like, maybe you can, like, you know, pull my hair. Oh, I would never pull your hair. That's no, I so just, demeaning no. to women. I'm like, oh, I really, like, kind of, like, got my hair pulled. I mean, like, let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Uh, I like, you know, I like when you slap. I would never slap. No, no. I would never slap a girl. Come on. I like when you fuck, when you fuck me. I want you to slap me once in a while. That'd be fun because you'd goad that dude into it and he would, like, really lightly slap her, and then spend like right afterwards like sit on the edge oh, of the bed like head in his hands obsessed for like an hour oh, I'm really longest, up, I'm, I'm really upset that you made me do that oh, I, I really feel like you forced me to do that and you put me in an uncomfortable position oh my god the longest fucking tumblr post ever Dude, I, I have to be a dress barn do. at 6 in the morning are we gonna fucking fight about this are we gonna go bad what's up I have to be a vegan dress barn at 6 in the morning <laughs> <laughs> 
oh, I just don't know what to do. It's just against all of my sensibilities to 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 strike a woman or to ask her. So she asked me to pull her hair, and I just my mind changed about her completely. I <laughs> like, yo, like, all right, okay. I mean, we've been doing it like you know, like like really uh, slow missionary for like. Like, you know, a like month, a long like while, a long while here, dude. Like, you know, like, can't you just let go? Maybe, you know, like I don't want to eat at the vegan spot. I want to eat, you know, I want to go to fucking five guys in Times Square. And I want to like, <laughs> you know, I just want to do like dumb shit, that, you know, like just for a minute, just for a second. Can we do that? Can we please fucking Jesus? No, no, we can't. No, oh. I like that. Like activist vegan kids have become uh, what's his name from mall rats. Oh, essentially like that they've come full circle and have actually just become fucking Jason Lee from Mallrats oh my god just get, just just oh just t- loosen the screw like a centimeter can you please can you just like you're like, loosen the sphincter a little holy shit I had some good stuff the second time around that first time around there was just nothing it was like the middle of nowhere yeah and then you ascended to the heights Andrew yeah and uh, you ate in Big Country's house, I heard. I did. It was really weird. Because the guy killed himself, but they never cleaned it up. So it was just kind of sitting around no, when the corpse fell. It was no. gross. <laughs> did he reanimate and did you sing Wonderland together? No, he just he didn't do anything. I actually felt it was kind of rude. It was like a Scottish weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Wake weekend at Bernie's. That was my Scottish accent. I'm Holy shit. I'm a man of many accents. Weekend at Bernie's. Is that good? That's an okay. Are you kidding? You just yeah. That was good. That was good. keep doing that. Wiggle, the bonies. God, I fucking I fucking hate myself. Uh, we uh, let me. We go. We I can't do it anymore, man. I can't do just, my. Uh, the, stop. Wiggle the bonies. Barney's. Yeah, weekend at Barney's. We got it. You nailed it. Oh, that's it. it. No, because it's like Bernie is more like. Well, I guess people are named Bernard in Scotland, but I think Barney is way more of a Scottish name. You know, like Barney's the kind of guy who would like beat your head in with a hammer if he was too drunk at a Scottish bar. Okay, Uh, I'm going to answer a real quick one, and then we're going to answer a real Ron Hans. What's the source for watching sexy ladies with hairy muffs get railed? Glasses or double points? Go to nudevista.com. <laughs> NudeVista.com. There's no way that's real. That is, yep, that is, that is real. I go to, that's my go-to. I go to NudeVista.com, and it's a t- basically a tube search. We can search every porn site on the uh, on the web, every free site, and then you just type in ha- <laughs> you type in hairy glasses, and then you're good to go, bro. Beat that dick. Who the f- was like, well, I guess I'll buy nude vista. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, was that his first choice, or was uh, that the only thing that was? Oh, well, nude vista. I guess is the way it's gonna go. That's good, nude vista. It's all right. It's okay. Uh, I'm gonna go in. It's like a, it's like a, a a meadow, but it's full of nude vistas. <laughs> Tremendous, like a landscape painting. Hey, I'm gonna take. I'm taking a day trip this weekend. Uh, nude vista. I'm going to nude vista. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Oh yeah, and we're packing a picnic basket. We're gonna bring our daughter with us. It's gonna be oh, amazing. Shit. Yeah, so go to Nude Vista and um, touch your clitoris or masturbate with your penis. I don't know who wrote that, so uh, probably a man, but maybe a girl. So have fun. Yeah, who knows? Have fun. 
I think I told the story. I told the story in the uh, the interview, but I didn't tell the story. Okay, so <clears throat> uh, I had a roommate whose girlfriend sounded like he was uh, stabbing her with spikes <laughs> every time they had sex, really loud. Okay. His room happened to be off the living room with a sheet up, so you could just hear everything. And I decided one day to uh, record it on my boombox onto a cassette. <clears throat> <laughs> record it onto my boombox onto a cassette, and then. Uh, a couple weeks later, I had that tape just waiting for the, for the moment, right? They had had sex a couple more times since then, and we were like, well, yeah, let's go up to Burlington to Club 242 and see Hot Water Music play. It's going to be, that sounds like a good idea, right, Andrew? Sounds dope. Sounds dope. It was sounds so, so dope. I wouldn't, I wouldn't flip that car at all halfway oh, there. Yeah, we were great. We're, we're driving up, listening to hot water music. A place for now to show you how. You know, fucking self righteous. Fucking yo, I drove a truck in Florida. Fucking ooh, I grab a beard. You know that kind of shit. And uh, that's how. That's my. That's my favorite lyric. Hot water music lyrics. Ever. <laughs> I drive my truck, I fucking, you know, I need you to think that I'm, you know, dirtier than I am, and I got some fucking tattoos going, it's fucking awesome. Um, that's my Hot Water Music impression. Dude, you gotta stop the impression. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> that's fun, come join me for Bipolar Theater. Um, okay, so we're driving up, and halfway through, I realize I have the tape in my car, because I played it for my Pizza Hut manager the night before. <laughs> Perfect. So I'm like fucking awesome. I reach, I, I take out the hot water music tape. I'm like, oh, check this out, you know, fucking uh, check out this mix I made. I got a little Fugazi on it. Like, oh yeah, good, good, great. Everybody's like, oh, everybody's in agreement that Fugazi must be listened to at that moment, as as you as people were want to do in like 1999. Yeah. And um, oh yeah, you know, oh, and it's got like uh, into another is on the other side of the tape. Uh. So it's like a Fugazi into another. If Fugazi and into another did like a split EP, that would have been like what this tape was like. Um, uh. Imagine that. <laughs> I take that record and slit my throat with it. Seriously, uh, <laughs> I, oh my god. I feel no. There's no, there's no I, ashtray deep enough for that fucking. Thing. I feel safe knowing that no one in the world listens to into another anymore. I'm no, really definitely happy. not. Definitely they're, not. They're one right? of those bands right? that, that there's no way that's possible. No, right? there's one of the bands that fell right through the cracks, and I'm so happy. Oh God, their their song, their music. Oh, there's there's oh anyway. Um, <laughs> I I have I, I ever be ever have feel such like misery wash over you that you used to listen to a band that it brings you like like every you get time amped, every time I think you, about like, but I get like yeah. a, I get like an adrenaline rush when I remember the time that I listened to Into Another in a serious way. It's like it can't be fucking true. I'm so pumped that it's not true. Um, so I put the tape in, and it's <laughs> it's like really hissy. And all of a sudden, it's like, ah, ah, <laughs> and, every, all, and and the girls in the car, which is the best uh, part, yeah. and and they're like, the dude fucking, uh, uh, the people are just like stunned, and it's a stunned <laughs> silence, and I'm like, what guys, what are we talking about here? What, what? This is always oh, it awkward. What, what? <laughs> And um, it wasn't as funny to them at all. Yeah, I didn't think they would find humor in that. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it weird was weird. Ride f- home, weird ride to weird show there, weird ride home, <laughs> weird living situation for the next two months, weird move out. Wow, you really fucking you pulled the pin there. Really, I did pull the pin. <laughs> I pulled the pin and I fucking laid on it. 
Andrew has a thing for, for really, uh, for Ichi- really, really skinny Japanese men. Yeah, Ichiro Suzuki. <laughs> That's his last name. Does anybody know that? No, I do. You really think no one knew that? No, nobody knows that but me. He told me once. I saw him in the Metro. I saw him in the Metro North, and bear with me. This is a good story. Saw Ichiro in the Metro North. He, uh, you know, spending some time in Poughkeepsie, and we got talking. And I was like, Ichiro, uh, you're Ichiro, right? And he's like, he's like, yes. I'm not gonna do a Japanese accent. Oh, I was really <laughs> waiting. I was so excited for the Japanese fine, accent. Fine, fine, fine. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm Ichiro. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I can't do any voices anymore. Oh, he's like, yeah, I'm Ichiro. It's going to be good, man. We're going to have a good time. You know, we're going to go get some Spanish food. Did he just join the Latin Kings? What the yeah. fuck just happened? Hey, what's up, man? I'm Ichiro, man. It's going to be really good. It's like, Remember that he, part when Ichiro Suzuki keeps fucking uh, keeps homeboy in the house at the end of training day when Denzel Washington fucking <laughs> drives off? Yes. Oh, Ichiro Suzuki, why are you pointing this gun at me? Remember Ichiro working the carts at the White Rose near your house? He's like, hey, man, too busy. You know why? Going there, oh, you don't man. want to go in there. <laughs> oh man, you don't want to play them. The Mariners, they're tough, tough team, man. I was like, fuck, man, you sound like you're from the barrio. And he's like, no, I'm from <clears throat> Japan. My mother was Spanish. You don't want to go in there, man. <laughs> Shutting this down right now and going to questions. <laughs> All right, you don't want to go to questions, man. Hey, you know, I've had some hard times. This is Ichiro Hans, Suzuki. When did you when you get your casual cutty, how safe is your sex? Hey, man. Hey, I had some hard times. You must remember me. I'm Ichiro Suzuki. Now I work at Arby's with the Wi-Fi. <laughs> now I'm working at Arby's with Arby's with the Wi-Fi. Okay. Um, when oh I, man. When I get. <laughs> You, you must remember me, TV's Ichiro Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm working at all the Arby's with the Wi-Fi. Yo, man, where's Big Ben at, though? I tell you what, boy. I tell you what, they say. <laughs> There's the London Bridge, man. It's not as big as you think. Have you ever been to Abbey Road, man? Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Just Motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, we've got uh, Ichiro one. Suzuki on the line here. Ichiro, are you there? Oh, yeah, man. You know, one time I was watching Carlos Mencia, and everyone thought that I was crying. But but I was crying. I was laughing so hard. The tears got on my gray sweatshirt, and it looked like like, cry, like uh, I was laughing so hard that there was tears. And okay. then, then I was in the mood uh, after, <laughs> after the tough game against the Red Sox, man, on the way home. I uh, said, guys, the Spanish food's on me, and I brought them over, so the jalapeno poppers, um, and and taquito, then fried taquitos. Hey, this is Ichiro Suzuki, man. I just want to tell you that the, 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 the car stereo you put in on my 87 uh, VW Rabbit was amazing, man. It, but not, it really knocked the panels off. I can't even do it, man. I love Cheryl. Oh yeah, she's. I, uh, I saw her driving, and she looked like Mr. Magoo. It was amazing. Um, I. Uh, she used to say that global warming was a scam to for people to make money. I. How, 
how okay. how do you monetize? Yeah, I mean, how? Giving talks at like the Hilton, like oh yeah, I'm monetizing that. Like I'm gonna give a talk on global warming. Like I was like, Cheryl, how does how does the like how does how do they like make where does the money flow from? I just, That's what I I said. just give me a, a chart. You know? That's what I said. I said, where does the money come from? Like oh, it's just a way for people to make money off of people's fear. That doesn't work that way. That it's, doesn't make like no. what are you saying? No. God, I love Cheryl so yeah, much, but sometimes but she is the worst. I've always maintained, <laughs> and I think we've said this in the van many times. Mm. When you leave Albany and you drive past the Beech Nut uh, factory, you are officially in the Midwest. That's what I said. Like, my, fuck it, you're there. My coworker is from Herkimer, uh, and which is like an hour west of Albany, Midwest. And I was like, oh, you're from the Midwest, and she's like, nah, nah. <laughs> I was like, you really are, and you sound like you are. This is my coworker who wraps saran wrap on her feet. And she divulged this to me last week. Let me For tell what you. Purpose? Uh, because she got frostbite. This is the story. Gather around, everybody. This is my weird coworker. <laughs> she got frostbite when she was in her 20s. She's now in her 50s, I All believe. Right. Late 50s. Got, uh, her boyfriend let her off on the New York State Thruway after an argument. She was wearing open-toed shoes, and she got frostbite. Ever since then, she's had this PTSD about it, and every year when it gets too cold out, she wraps her feet and her legs in saran wrap. Now, if I wrap my feet in saran wrap for the entire day, my shit would be real ripe. Yeah, that's <laughs> like walking around a, like a, a locker room after you've been in a pool. It's amazing, and she's fretting about the weather uh, to, to a like uncomfortable degree where it's like oh I might as well just crash my car now I'm never gonna make it home so can I be honest can I, can I be honest with you I hate this woman like I really dislike her a lot it, it, it's not the best situation right now <laughs> no today she had a, a like a king size latte from Dunkin Donuts in a plastic bag <sighs> In wow. a plastic bag. And then she's like, uh, the best part is now, like, my coworker is now, because work is so weird, my coworker listens to when I, when I talk on the phone, and then she comes next door and says, oh, I was listening, you know, I just, just giving Holy you some... shit. Yeah, just giving you some tips about, you know, what to say on the phone. I was like, I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, well, I just, well, you know, just heard what you said. You know, and I was like, what? And as soon as the, any little bit of re, but the thing is because people have done these jobs for so long that there's, it's so, they're so used to a certain cadence in the office. And I just don't play that fucking game ever. So I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, what? Like, what were you listening? Like, cause they're so used to everybody just being like, like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like, so she'll come over and be like, oh yeah, I just heard what you were saying. And I'm like, what? She's like, oh, no, no, I mean... And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, oh, I've been doing this seven months. I'm good. And, she, and she's like, okay, sorry. I I just thought I'd say something. Meanwhile, she didn't actually say anything. You know, I bet that plane is still flying. And it's eventually going to show up in the United States. And people better be on their toes. Because if they can figure out how to fly without being on radar then that's the technology that they're going to use to get us again. Like, this is, ver- this is, yeah, this is verbatim. 
like the technology oh the technology they developed in world war ii involving flying 500 feet under radar oh and i just looked at her and she just looked at me and sipped her coffee and we both (laughs) and we both knew that she was the dumbest fuck at least on that floor like in the moment I was like, I couldn't even, I couldn't say anything. The best part was, um, my uh, coworker Cheryl texted me, what the frick, (laughs) F-R-I-K. Was this the fucking uh, plane still flying around woman, my favorite person? This is the woman who, uh, among other quotes, uh, I bet that plane is still flying. I fucking love Cheryl. Was it Cheryl? Cheryl. Oh my God. Cheryl Cheryl. Cheryl also walked by my desk one day and said, oh, you got a soda. Oh, Cheryl, you make me feel so warm. She's like, well, you know, yesterday was wicked cold. Let's get that out of the way. Today was today feels all right, but I haven't been outside yet. You fucking drove here. You've been outside for fucking 30 minutes. You fucking idiot. I haven't been outside yet. But tomorrow, they're saying it's going to be wicked cold. Oh, people are <laughs> freaking out about Paul Walker. Actors Holy come, shit. Actors go but few have lived the life that Paul Walker has. Uh, if I may eulogize him for a moment. In the words of Paul Walker himself, I'm a dreamer. I've got this whole thing where I'm supposed to be a musician. I live by the seat of my pants, but I'd, uh, I'd like to think that I'm also pretty sensible. I'd like to think you're pretty sensible, too. How's your car yeah. wreck? Just out of <laughs> how's curiosity. How's, how's that car thing going when you're driving with your friend? and you? Yeah, how is doing 110 <laughs> into a tree? Oh, man? dude, the like... conspiracy theory. They were only going 20 miles an hour. How could that How could that wreck have happened if they're only going 20 miles an hour, dude? At this point, I'd like to introduce our new segment. Uh, I, I, we haven't named it The Week in Conspiracy. I don't know. Name it whatever you want. Our conspiracy segment. The Week segment, in Conspiracy. Man, I fucking love the Paul Walker conspiracy theories. They're so good. My favorite one, and there's really only one, but like I read about it today, is <clears throat> that people are convinced that he was killed drone by a strike. drone strike <laughs> that was ordered by Obama. Yes. Period. Yeah. And then people are like, wait, why? I don't understand. Like, why? Because there's no motive. Because Paul. And the only thing they could come up with was that there's an Operation Fast and Furious about to happen, which has something to do with stripping guns from Mexican cartels, which is apparently some kind of false flag operation where people on the border are going to be murdered by cartels again, period, for some reason. Um. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I agree 100%. That's exactly what happened. That's just there to raise awareness so people can say fast and furious on the news a lot, and it gets into people's heads, and they start to feel... Can you imagine how exhausting it is to be that guy? <laughs> like, fuck I don't, I don't me. think it's exhausting at all, because I maintain that a lot of the Infowars, um, Alex Jones, conspiracy theorists, are all out on disability for a myriad of mental disorders <laughs> and have nothing but time and the 600 bucks a month to worry about this fucking confusing bullshit. One of the... It's really um, exciting. <laughs> one of the uh, conspiracies, Paul Walker and Roger Rodas, the man, the other guy in the car, Roger Rodas, were killed shortly after they discovered a conspiracy to supply victims of Typhon Haiyan 
with a prototype prototype permanent birth control drug hidden in medicinal supplies and food aid. Get the fuck out. That's so much better than mine. How That's did I not read that? That's fucking wonderful. <laughs> God damn it, I fucking love this stuff so much. Known white actor, Paul Walker, uh, is dead. And uh, he has this to offer to... If you go on the IMDb site and uh, look at his quotes, they are some of the like greatest quotes. Like up there with like Herodotus. Um... <laughs> Up there with uh, Nietzsche, Ayn Rand, as far as people who, uh, you don't have to agree with them, but they sure do make you think. Paul Walker says, life's too short, and the biggest curse is falling in love with somebody. Oh my God. Oh, here's another one. It's impossible that that's real. Well, here's here's a quote. Somebody found this quotable. I'm into being a dad. That's where my focus is most of the time. I'm an actor, that's my job, but it's not my life. I have a lot of other interests, too. (laughs) (laughs) You know, maybe I'm thinking now that since he was a passenger in the car, he started saying this shit, and the dude in the car just jerked the fucking wheel. (laughs) He just couldn't take him anymore. It's like, I don't fucking care that you're an actor. Are you being are we being real assholes about Paul Walker right now? I don't know. I don't know who this dude is. Like I've never seen either. a Fast and Furious movie. I, I saw just... the movie where like the guy on the road menaces him and Steve Zahn. I saw that one and I thought it was funny because I had a guy living in my house who was kind of like Steve Zahn. It's the only reason I saw it. Um, like I I don't know who this guy is. I don't know either. Uh, my Facebook feed really taught me. My Facebook feed knows a lot about this dude. It's fucking crazy. Oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. Fast and the Furious was so um, instrumental to my formative years. People were fucking babbling on about that all over. Whoa, posting movie clips for Fast and and Furious. I can't believe this is happening. Watching Fast and Furious all day. Just like when Amy Winehouse died. And everybody all of a sudden was like, back in black, I'll never be the same. She was so cool. Could we have picked a more like gauche ass mundane movie but like this really just this uh, this really affected me you know uh, like no uh, one... Mr. Deeds really just showed me what it was to <laughs> to Jesus value God. people over money like what are you talking about you psycho what are you saying to me right now I, you know it's gonna happen when Alec Baldwin dies it's gonna be oh yeah no, no question Gary Glenn Ross oh you know <laughs> I do I'm in but... sales and it's really helped me out you know uh, you know what? Uh, you know, all that really matters is that the people you love are happy and healthy. Everything else is just the sprinkles on the Sunday. Paul is that Walker, my man again? Oh, Paul yeah. Paul Walker, 2001. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I like low maintenance, natural, outdoor, shy girls. You know, maybe Paul Walker and I like pubic hair. It's possible. God, I wish he wasn't dead. I went to a live. Um, I went to a college hockey game last night, and there were a lot of fights. Yeah, I was gonna say. I bet you were cold and around people who don't read very well, and there was a lot of fights. No, like, it was right. it was cool as hell because I went with Justin Kiss and his friend uh, Steph, who we should get on the podcast because she's funny as hell too and a weirdo. And then she went with her uh, nephew, this kid, and this kid was like six. And he was like he was like wheeling his head around, and anybody who was a fan of the other team that he didn't like, he's like, "You're my sworn enemy. If you if you <laughs> if you win, I'm gonna kill you." And saying all these like this whacked out shit, it was great. And the highlight was when 
they had like before the game, they're like, please be safe. And they had the sheriff, <laughs> like this, the local sheriff come up. And I said, you put my old man in jail really loud. <laughs> And everyone was, like, looking at me like, whoa. <laughs> I got one of those, like, really strong, like, drinks because they had, like, a... It was kind of set up like a gay bar where they had, like, an exclusively Shvedka, like, like set up at the, at the arena. And That's I was like, cool. all right. So I got, like, an $8 really weak uh, vodka tonic. <laughs> and I sat down, but it hit me really hard because I didn't have any food in my stomach. And I was like, you put my fucking dad in jail, Sheriff Apple. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm as straight as the line that you nope. put up your nose. Nope. That's so nope. good. And it's really, it's not only is it good music, but the lyrics are awesome. Yeah, very, very good. Enlightening, really, really f- fucking pushes your boundaries. I'll fuck you up as fast as that pill on your tongue. So I never got the under, I never got the gist of that because you were essentially, I mean, at a, on a on a fundamental level, if you're worried about somebody doing drugs, you're... Saying, "Hey, you shouldn't you shouldn't get fucked up, man. You should you should live your life in a pure way." But if you do, if you if you don't, if you do drugs, uh, I'm also going to kick your ass. Yeah. Which I I after a while I just never understood. I guess thanks for the heads up. I don't know. Yeah, thanks thanks for the heads, bro. Um, you care about what I'm doing so much that if I do it, you're going to hurt me way more than this fucking OxyContin I'm taking to fall asleep will ever do. You broke my fucking orbital bone, dude. (laughs) Thanks. Well, I learned my lesson. Unfortunately, now I'm hooked on OxyContin, so here we are. Straight edge revenge, man. That's really good. My years of being straight edge, I think, were uh, were a silly time. (laughs) You know, I definitely learned my lesson when you uh, made my kidney fail, but now unfortunately yeah. I'm uh, I'm on methadone for the foreseeable future. Yes, thank you. And so, I've lost my job. So I uh, you so I'm so essentially you did fuck me up as fast as this uh, <laughs> IV drip of fucking morphine did. So <laughs> thank you. Uh, as as I'm getting this fucking my femur set, uh, <laughs> I will remember not to do drugs. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm getting my teeth. I'm making fucking fucking dentures put in. They're making not... yeah. They're making new teeth out of my toe bone. It's fucking no. fantastic. You gave me the Doc Martin dental plan, dude. <laughs> you think they're in some Craigslist shit when they just have a third party fucking uh, come along? I want you to. I want a third to, to so I can watch while you take care of my wife. <laughs> cuckolding. <clears throat> I get into some cuckolding, man. Is that shit? Sometimes that shit pays. Tell uh, tell this girl in North Williamsburg that I'm into cuckolding. I'll do it right now. Say, listen, call a man over. Yeah. Call another man over. Do I do that? I don't have a rep to maintain in Brooklyn at all. Let's get let's get a couple. I'm gonna write. This is the message I'm gonna write. <clears throat> let's get a couple guys together. <laughs> And some wine. Let's do this. Let's see where it goes. Let's get a couple guys, some wine, and let's do this. Perfect. Send. No, I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, I wrote gays almost. Whoa, whoa. Some wine. Some wine. And let's do this. <clears throat> you don't have to wait for me to uh, finish my message. I think it's, it's, it's dramatic. Okay. All and, right. Oh, I'm sending. Let's get a couple guys. Now, Andrew, if you were a woman, which I've imagined you many times, if you're a woman and a man wrote you, 
<clears throat> let's get a couple guys some wine and let's do this with a, with no punctuation. <laughs> what would you say? I'd be open to it. You know, she looks wild. Uh, she's 30, which means she's down for whatever. Okay. Because if uh, 30 for a man is anything like 30 for a woman, you've thrown caution to the wind and you just want to rock and roll. I, I hope this works out. I hope this gets weird, and then in last week's episode, you have a weird story for us. <laughs> Andrew, I'm staying on your couch tonight. <clears throat> what would you do if this woman came over and um, rode me while I was on your couch? Bed? You know, our we've got a, <laughs> a a railroad apartment, so we can get in and out through our bedroom. Oh yeah! So this room is all yours. You do whatever you need to do in here. That's really, really good. I'll remember that. I I could get some, I could get some wild shit happening. <laughs> I was in a band called Once and For All, motherfuckers. And when you hear a band name like that, you can only know one thing. To the point. I was like the pissed off like American Nightmare guitarist, so I flip off the crowd. Oh, yeah. That was my first uh, endeavor. Well, my second endeavor playing guitar. Uh, and I learned all the songs. I went over to this guitarist's house and learned all the songs real quick. We all wore shirts that said go on them one oh, time. No. Yes. Oh, God damn. Like, fuck, you just came right out of the gate with this shit. Yep, we all, it was a, came out as a bright idea one day. I'm going to narrate this like, we should narrate this like this night and out. Yeah. One day, one day we all decided it was a good, really good, it would have been a really good idea. I can't do Ira Glass. I can't do any impressions. One day we decided was, it was a good idea. I'm, this is Ira Glass. I your uh, your Ichiro impressions get a lot of mileage. People are really enjoying. Yeah, a lot of le- yeah, like a lot. It's like an old tire with no tread at this point. Yeah, man, this is Ira Glass. This is this American life. It's gonna be really good. It's gonna be really good, man. One day we're going to go back. We're going to talk to. We're going to talk to people who used to be in bands, man. <laughs> it is going to be an out-of-sight performance. <laughs> it is, Fuck. It is going... Okay, one day we were talking about... Uh, we were talking... We were all meeting in the band room. Um, and we were talking about how it would be a really good idea to wear shirts that said go! exclamation point. Because the guy... That band Sworn In was playing also. Okay. So we really wanted to show Bridge Nine Records that we were a youth crew band that was not only back on the attack, but we were also here to stay. That's the impression. That's very good. I can do my Derek Jeter impression if you'd like. Oh, please. You know, man. Okay, man. Here we go. All right, man. Okay, Nancy Grace. You want to band to have... You got to sell your soul to El Diablo, man. You don't want to go in there. Once you go in, you can't get out. You ready? Then he's like, he's like, he or she is like, yeah, you know, we haven't been playing too much and... No, uh, we really, I don't know how to do anything. I'm like, a, you know, it's like when you're that deep into like being a musician, quote unquote, you're kind of like an infantryman who's like 40 and you're back from the war where it's like, well, I can't like throw grenades at people anymore. I guess I better learn nope. how to do something else. Yeah, you either got to bag groceries or just say fuck it and start throwing grenades at Americans. You know, that's, right. uh, that's like pretty much it. When you're like, what, against me, he's probably like late 30s, you know, uh, 
like you either like your band probably started to pay the bills in the mid 2000s and you're like fuck now we have to keep this going because this mm-hmm. is my livelihood so now we have like, to reinv- I have a, I've got a fucking boat payment I don't know if you guys understand how <laughs> much a boat costs good. but it's like not cheap yeah like we thought it was like a well, it was like a chill idea to all of a sudden have a kid and like buy a house because and like now like all of a sudden our last record didn't do so hot so now I've got to like fucking have a sex change and, and then change my name to Nancy Grace. I mean, to put that in perspective, yeah, before uh, before Nancy Grace, they were, I mean, we were playing the same festivals that they were, and we were, like, posted up at, like, merch tables next to each other. It was just, like, <laughs> like those dudes were, like, seriously on the skids, and then all of a sudden... No, that's like yeah. the, it's the pussy... Hey, you know, it's the, whatever works. It's the pussy riot effect, man. That's it. Whatever works. Fucking A. Hey, cool. Good, good you know, it's good. You know, I just uh, looked up, uh, and we've been calling her Nancy Grace. Mm-hmm. And Nancy Grace is actually like an oh, old Nancy Grace is a CNN an old uh, lady. Is CNN? CNN? Yeah. <laughs> no, she, yeah, she's Nancy Grace is like like the white grandmother fear monger. I, I fucking I, love her. She's so I thought good. about it. I'm like, that's not. Imagine if Nancy Grace sounds saying for against me. That'd be hot. God, that'd be so good. No. <sighs> What do you so think? That, what do you think it was? Th- that was rock bottom for me. I think. Yeah. You think that you were was, talking about Nazis? I like when you start talking about Nazis. You know, it's, it's always the wild first, for people. Within the first ten minutes of the date, I mentioned to her that I'm reading the Rise and Fall of the Third Reich. All right, so it probably and wasn't Nazis. She was totally with it. It wasn't. Uh, I don't know. She even told me she listened to three episodes of the podcast. Like she, I was like, so you know, I'm kind of a lunatic, and she's like, yeah, I don't care. But then, it, but you know, that's the thing. People say, "Yeah, I don't care," and then like it's Front Street when that when it's displayed when it's laid bare in front of you. Super care. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, so that's my that's my short, sweet story about fucking stumbling home, getting on, stumbling onto my, I walking past the street I'm supposed to turn on and realizing <laughs> I'm heading toward the con the Empire State Plaza before I have to walk back. <sighs> All right, so uh, can I assume the second date is off? Check today. It seems to be still on. Interesting, interesting. All so right. So maybe, uh, maybe I'm, I portray myself as a damaged figure, and uh, w- women generally like to um, mend. Uh, yeah, maybe she wants to save you. Yeah. I can okay. save this guy. <laughs> yeah, all the women who've tried that before were uh, are really found out the hard way after a year and a half that I'm just I'm I will always pick my toes. I will always uh you'll always come home and I, I my unemployed ass will be watching home improvement eating ramen and been like, "Yo, what's up? Hey, you know, you want to do it?" I know you've like been laughing working. way too loud at old sitcoms. Yeah, like, hey, you know, I know you've you've just come home from job number two because you're supporting the both of us. But do you want to have like three minutes of average sex? Because <laughs> I'm I'm tuckered out from doing nothing all day. I'm kind of in the mood, but I'm kind of tired. So maybe could you do all the work? Yeah, I've had uh, I drank a liter of diet coke and ate three ramens with broth. <laughs> uh, I can barely get hard. Can you can you want to do that? <laughs> You want to do <laughs> three ramens and three like three shaky packets. Oh. Okay, people are worried about him. Here she is. Just uh, well, first of all, if you want to introduce, my name's Ron Giddo. 
And uh, I can't do Ron. Damn it. Ron Gitto, the name of one of the... Gi- Ron Gitto. Ron Gitto, the name of... I know, yeah, I know you knew it, uh, Ron Gitto of when it was his story. That's such a Glens Falls name. He was the, uh, the cool janitor in high school. Ron Gitto. Where's Ron Gitto now? He was like 27, and we were, he used to come to the, the parties at the house... The house in the outskirts of town. I don't know. What oh Ron, yeah, I'm not surprised. I should look up Ron Gitto. Uh, I no doubt he's on Facebook or, or or I don't know. He's using the computer down at the library or something on to use Facebook or something. I don't know. But he was cool. He like lived by himself. Drove a little Japanese car. He really tried to. He's like, hey, anything going on this weekend? Like gender <laughs> asking 16, 17, 18 year old kids what's going on this weekend. Like, the, like whenever I feel like a loser, I think about Ron Gitto. And I feel a lot better. This entire podcast is dedicated to Ron Gitto, wherever you are. This is how we talk. Is there anything going on this weekend there? Well, uh, Google has only returned, uh, did you mean Ron Haddo, Ron Guido, which I definitely did mean, <laughs> Ronnie Caddo, and then my favorite is Ron Gatos. Oh, man, Ron Gitto. Like, wow. Ron Gitto has G-I-T-T-O. Ah, <laughs> see, I did D's. All right. <laughs> nope, it's Ron G I T T O. Gitto. Ronnie Gitto. Uh, yeah, we got a Ron Gitto on Facebook. Let's see what we got here. Oh. I, you know, I I see one guy who's looking pretty well to do, and another guy that's just the like the faceless Facebook silhouette. So I I'm guessing it's the other guy. <laughs> yep, I think it's the other guy. I really do. Yeah, Ron Gitto. But there he is. Um, yeah, rest in peace, not rest in peace, but uh, this entire podcast is dedicated to Ron Gitto, the the man who, at age 27, if you're feeling bad about yourself, think about Ron Gitto, the man at age 27 who would um, go to high school parties. So you could be, you could always be Ron Gitto. And you can, oh, and you still can be Ron Gitto if you try <laughs> hard. Speaking of Ron Gitto, I had a fucking week, man. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you got some dirty uh, uh, teeth there. Oh, my God, Ronnie. People Ron. love Ron Gitto, man. Ron Gitto is a fucking talk well, of the town. Well, uh, hold on. Oh, Ron Gitto's here. Would you like to speak to him? Oh, please. Uh, uh, hold on. Uh, hey, what's going on, guys? It's Ron Gitto here. Uh, that's what's going on. I, I just drove down, drove the, uh, drove the work truck down here from Glens uh, Falls here. Uh, do you like to hear my impression of uh, Derek Cheater? <laughs> Oh my gosh, she's married to Ron Gitto. <laughs> oh my god, she's married to Ron fucking Gitto. Yeah, that's right, but I didn't know how to break it to you, so I just never did. So I just, I never did. So I just... <laughs> <laughs> didn't know how to break it to you, buddy, so I just, I never did. Jesus. Yeah, let it. Let the happiness wash over you. A, you're not Ron Gitto. B, you're not Ron Gitto. B, you're not a person named Daniel Peppers who, who replied to my comment on NBC News' status. Shut up, fag. <laughs> what if Daniel Peppers is Ron Kiddo's roommate? Hey, hey Daniel, I, I saw your comment there. I know that guy over there. Ron Kiddo. Man, I don't know why, but I just feel like driving up to Glens Falls right now in search of Ron Kiddo. It's the name of my uh, my biography I'll never write. It's your, your cryptid hunt uh, show on Discovery <laughs> Channel, In Search of Ron Kiddo. In Search of Ron Kiddo. In Search of Childhood Friend Ron Kiddo. And I go pull up to his trailer in the middle of nowhere, and he doesn't remember who I am. He's like, "Fire! I got fired from the school years ago. I don't remember nothing." He works in for he works in the gravel pit now, where we used to hang out. I, uh, anyways, I'm I'm getting off the track. 
I went to a local bar named Susie's. There were some younger people there who I know, so I thought, hey, I'll... I'll, uh, I'll prey on them. No, I'll, of course I will uh, career-oriented 36-year-old woman. I, uh, to justify what you said, I, I, was going, I went here to prey on younger women. Because um, you know, I don't. I didn't feel like talking to them about you know buying a picnic set at fucking Pottery Barn. Sorry, or uh, going to Lake George and dipping our tootsies in the fucking water and planning little uh, getaways and all that other bullshit. Maybe I just wanted to you know sleep with a twenty-two-year-old and feel terrible afterwards. It's my right. Anyway, um, so I went there and uh, you know outclassed all the men or. You know, making the rounds. They're cool. They're young. They're hip. They're twenty-five. Um, and I got some high life beer. I sat down, started talking to somebody. I drank like seven high lifes, right? And I was talking to this this guy I know and this girl who's considerably younger than I am. And um, uh, <laughs> we get talking about the Eagles of all things. So this girl has like half a cup of beer. And she dumps it all over me and throws my hat across the room. Because of the Eagles? Because I like the Eagles. And she's really drunk, too. So I'm like, fuck. Like, and I, of course, because I'm in super... <laughs> yeah, right? Because <laughs> I'm in super... <laughs> I know, I know. And everybody looks at me, and everybody starts laughing at me. And me having to walk over and p- fucking amble over and pick up my fucking hat. And then I just, like, left... But I went next door. There's this this really piss piss poor restaurant called Cafe Two Seventeen, next door. So uh, go ahead. I will talk about Cafe Two Seventeen in a second. <laughs> go nuts. Yeah. So this is like f- almost five a.m. at this point. Uh, I am I the, the cold outdoor air, which it's like still below zero in Albany. The cold. I air. I don't want to drop you off, but uh, I did just find Jason Loading's address in Glens Falls. <laughs> Yes. L-O- You're going to check him out. L-O-D-I-N-G? Yes. L-O-D-I-N-G. There's one Jason Loading in the entire white page. Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I like how you're looking them up. It's great. I love this shit. Oh, it's so yeah. cool. Why don't I do this every episode? That's, well, you know what? I can just have Glens Falls Roundup if you want. Okay, so you went to the worst restaurant on planet Earth, Cafe okay. 217. But I realize as, as I exit Susie's uh, unfulfilled, hear people laughing at me. Oof, freaking... Ugh. Yes. Former singer of Wrath is there looking at me. Like, it's the worst. Like, it's the fucking worst, right? Um, or Lucas, I'm sorry. Former singer of Lucas <laughs> is there, like, and laughing at me. Like, it's the worst, right? Uh, go outside, the cold air hits me, and I realize this is the drunkest I've ever been in my life. Ah, oh, excellent. I am fucking wasted, right? Wasted, like, stumbly McStumbly, right? And, like, if, but to make matters worse, uh, Albany is in that season where the snow melts during the day and then it becomes zero degrees. So the streets are icy. The sidewalks are like, you have to walk around on ice skates. It's that bad. So I'm slipping around, whatever. Um, I go to Cafe 217 and I just really want chicken fingers, right? Not there you don't. Uh, well, I did. I handed my card. Uh, you know, I'm fucking just staring at the ceiling, whatever. Like a couple people from Susie's come in and they like look at me like, "Whoa, there's that guy with that beard dumped on him," <laughs> which is great. I uh, I give my chicken fingers and I'm I, dude, I remember this. I take my like they give us me a side of chicken finger or, or, or 
fucking the shit you're never supposed to eat honey mustard right gross yeah I take my finger and I'm spreading it on the chicken fingers like it's a bagel and the, and the and the honey mustard is cream cheese. Wow, you have hit a fucking zone right here. This is like a major skid. Uh, dude. <laughs> so I'm like, but I'm sitting in the lobby of the place doing this. Like, I'm, I didn't get a table. I'm just sitting there doing this, like getting my chicken strips ready for the walk home. And they're looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, and I realize I'm that guy. Like, even in my drunkenness, I have this these moments of lucidity. Like, the sober, not reasonable, but the sober haunts inside is like, dude, go home. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you but were the, on that line. You know how close you were to being, um, for anyone who hasn't lived in Albany, every, <laughs> every town has this guy. Uh, in Albany, it was Dean, which is the homeless guy that's just uh, everywhere, up in everyone's business, and always yeah. yelling and like falling down. And everyone yeah. thinks, that, everyone pretends that they're like Dean's friend, but really, Dean's got a knife, and no one really wants to be his friend. You know, you were so close to being Dean right there. You yeah. were like a few like like the, issues away. The waitress was like looking at me like, "Come on, dude!" Like reasonable sober Hans is inside saying, "Dude, go! Like get out of here." Miller time, Hans, is like, <laughs> just give me a minute. I'll be gone. I just need to spread this honey mustard on these gross, like, piping hot, like, like fucking chicken fingers. So finally I'm walking, right? And I've got the the styrofoam container open. Dude. Uh, you also live a block away from here. I know. <laughs> I could have just walked home, right? And I'm like, I decide, fuck that. I'm not walking by Susie's again, fucking assholes, right? I never want to go back there again. People I know, man. I'm going to go home. I'm going to delete so many people off Facebook. Fuck this. So I'm walking down the middle of Jefferson Street. And I'm eating my chicken fingers. And I slide. And my feet go up. And I fall right on my fucking head. Oh, shit. So I fall on my fucking head. Head first. Like, my head hit first. And I'm like, ugh. Like... Like that doesn't snap me back into reality. So the back of my jacket's all wet. I'm so fucking... now you're actually a, a issue away from death, right? Like a now car, you've uh, briefly surpassed Dean, and now you're just actually about to die. Yeah, like I might have, I might have been concussed. I'm not sure. Uh, I have some cuts in the back of my head and my neck. Um, uh, roll around, and I like reach out, and the chicken fingers are fucking deposited on the ground. So I rend over, and I want to like pick up the fucking chicken fingers because I'm like fuck they're still hot my whole my whole mental thing was like well they're still hot so like the ice on the ground won't really affect them that much right so I fucking try to get up and I fall again on my elbow and I'm that and the pain of falling on my elbow like snapped me out of it enough to be like wow ground zero found like the fucking Marianas trench like I thought I was on the ocean floor but then I found the trench <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm like, what the fuck am I? I feel like calling my mom. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this is, this is the fucking worst. Like, this is the worst depression-driven moment of my life. <laughs> Shit. And, I'm, I'm, like, trying hard to, like, hold back. Dude, Man. don't hold back. I need to get laughed at. I look down. Holy shit. My jeans, my jeans are so wet. The back, my heel of my foot is coming out of the back of one of my shoes, and my heel is wet. I'm just like, I just need to walk home quietly. I leave the chicken fingers in the street, 
My hands are covered in honey mustard. Covered. The front, oh, the front of my coat is covered in honey mustard. My flannel shirt is covered in honey mustard. I don't know how I got... Because when I, I... I can only imagine when I fell backwards, the fucking shit fell on me and then bounced off me. Because there's honey mustard everywhere. It's like somebody came on me, honey mustard. So, Holy shit. So I go home. And um, it gets better. I go home. Uh, I... Don't put a, any sad Facebook messages up, but I delete, like, four people who I talk to pretty regularly. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to go friend them back. I'm probably just going to have to explain to them what happened or whatever. Um, <clears throat> and, You're in a kind of cool position where you can do shit and be like, listen, I had an episode. Uh, and then that's it. That's a, Which maybe is not a cool position, actually, say, now that I said really that out loud. really cool but, position, man. But, you know, you, you get a certain amount of leeway. I just, I don't know if I should go to fucking inpatient therapy or what, because that is, that is indicative. That is a bad moment. That is a, get like, crack your skull and bleed out moment. Like, that was bad. I'm lucky I'm built like a fucking lineman. And my body could handle that. Like, I flipped up like four feet in the air and fell. It was like Three Stooges style. I was like, whoa! Like, just because I was walking too fast. It was way too icy. And I slipped and fell. Like, that's how people fucking die for no reason. And, um. Alright, well, that's not great. No, that was awful. You sack Peyton Manning, and then uh, if you feel bad because you've injured him and you give him a fucking blowjob on the bottom of the pile, that would be awesome too. I, I want them. I'm fine with that. I want them to take it to the extreme. Because if you introduce that sort of thing to Peyton Manning, whitest man alive, Peyton Manning, who does only missionary position sex and only when he wants to make a child. Um, I know. I, I heard this from a reputable source. Um, you would you would give him a touch in such a way that he would forever wonder what it would be like to hook up with a man again, and then he would start uh, experimenting. He would move he'd move to uh, like he'd move to his own place. He'd get his own a uh, kind of apartment uh, downtown. He'd discover like uh, you know there's like a gay there's like a gay village like in Denver where you know like people can just be accepted. And even though I'm a high profile star. People will just I embrace me. I think it wouldn't me. matter. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. People just embrace me. So he goes to, like, uh, you know, Kahuna's 2, like the name of the gay bar. I guess it's called Kahuna's 2 there. Just <laughs> just made that up. <laughs> like, oh, welcome to Kahuna's 2, where, you know, everybody's out, you know, and, P- and Peyton Manning shows up, and people are like, holy shit, fucking Peyton Manning's at Kahuna's 2. Uh, but at the same time, people are like, you know, you go, girl, you know, you have to come out. And uh, at the end of the night, somebody ends up doing a body shot off of Peyton Manning's tummy. So wow! It's really, and then there's karaoke, and people are like singing "It's Raining Men," and shit's really good. And then, uh, and then he just denies it. The Peyton Manning medium machine squashes it. He buys and and closes Kahuna's too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the and the pictures are all uh, he has people just, people's cameras destroyed. 
That's my uh, little bit of. That's pretty good. <laughs> all from that gay kid. <laughs> yes. All from uh, all from uh, Michael Sam. Yeah. Um, why do you guys hate the dude from Born Low so much? Because he is a sucker. <laughs> no, because he's fucking has a needle dick. It's fucking has, doesn't have an ounce of muscle on his limp frame. He can't play guitar worth shit. Fucking hate. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna suplex him through a Toyota Corolla. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's gonna be like the, one of the mid boards in Street Fighter where we beat up the car. Only it's gonna be his car. <laughs> That's it. Tiger, tiger, tiger. Holy shit. It's going to be great. And the car is going to be all fucking busted up and miserable. He shouldn't have parked it at the dock. Yeah, I should have parked it at the dock. And then, you know, the. I shouldn't have parked it in the Russian factory where everybody's fighting. Why did you park it there? <laughs> Why did you park it in the Russian factory? Why did you park it in the Air Force base where Guile's there? About to f- North Country shit. Did I ever tell you the time I took the fucking homeless guy up there? No. <laughs> God, dude. And it wasn't, it wasn't was, me? Um... <laughs> In, I don't know, like 2000 or so, I really, I wanted to make movies. I was just like, it was just my, my shit I wanted to do. <laughs> okay. And uh, it was like the tail end of me doing like activist shit. So they would like do a Food Not Bombs and I would, you know, just go down every now and then. Oh, hey, Food Not Bombs, I feel like I'm doing something. Amazing. Um, but there was a guy there who was uh, covered in like, trinkets and like it was like a fucking lunatic um and he was a troll hunter he would hunt trolls um and so one of my friends would like sit there and talk to him because he's a fucking lunatic and you know people gravitate towards him uh and this guy turned out to be he was homeless he lived at the shelter uh, like a real mental case like a definitely like unhealthy person okay um, who swore to god that he saw a troll up in Lake George and he's been on a, a quest to find it ever since and fucking sick me like oh I've got a camera why don't we put this fucking instead of getting this guy help why don't we put this guy on fucking stage you will make a documentary about this guy trying to fucking hunt for the trolls <laughs> so uh, okay. I ended up uh, yeah we ended up four of us drove this crazy fucking homeless man up to Lake George uh, so he could hunt trolls and tried to make a movie of it and we were up there, like, in the woods with this guy, after dark, no lights, sitting there. This dude starts to wig out. He's, like, yelling down this ravine. He's yelling, like, straight-up nursery rhymes down this ravine uh, looking for uh, for this troll. <laughs> and it's, at this point, it occurs to us, like, oh, we are in the woods in the dark with a fucking lunatic. Like, it actually, like, how did we end up here? What the fuck did, like, why are we doing this? This is so fucking stupid. Um, and unfortunately, the, uh, the Troll Hunter documentary never, uh, never finished, because I was shooting on, like, a VHS camera that I found at Salvation Army. So good. <laughs> so, yes. It was, uh, it was real quality. Uh, my favorite thing, though, I wish I still had them, is he 
he would make tape recordings of himself talking and uh, and he would play them for us as we would drive like up there and back and some of them got really weird where he would just be like well I I can't help it if people walk into my fist sometimes, you know, like... Was this through Jack Palance or what? Yeah, he was, like, the dude was, like, a serious character. He's, like, he was just dressed like an explorer. He was just fucking nuts. I had some of his bags in my father's basement. Like, he he got kicked out of the mission, and he had to... He came over to my father's house to drop off some of his Amazing. luggage, and it was just there for years. I This guy has got to be dead now. I mean, he has got to be dead. This what? dude was not doing well. If they clean out his, uh, I want to say, I use this term loosely, apartment, where he's probably listed, died yeah, under mm-hmm. under rubble, if they find that video, will they trace it back to you and perhaps um, uh, maybe you'll get in a little bit of trouble there, buddy? It's possible, I guess. I don't know. I feel like the video still exists somewhere. You get, um, why don't you get a vasectomy? Uh, I, I, no, because you maybe admit for the first time ever that you're thinking about having a little scamp at some point. No, not, not even a little bit, no. <laughs> what would you name your child if you had a child, Andrew? I have no idea. I would go, I'd go out for cigarettes immediately. Um, <laughs> and never come back. Yeah, no, like that's going to be cigarettes fucking you're on your I, own. That's my contingency plan. Mom I, already left, so it's just you and the cat. You guys yeah, got to figure this shit out between you two. It's like, Someone's got to pay rent. So I, would, be me. I would bolt like, like I fucking, I'm facing like a, f- a fucking prison term. I just get on the bus and be like, you know, fucking catch me at the station, I guess. <laughs> I would literally, I mean, that would that'd be like a whole life changing thing. Like, fuck, forget it. Yeah. And, you know, I like when my life changes, just not like that. No, not that. No, not even a little bit. Uh, every time I see a kid, I reflect on how little I would ever, ever want one. Ever. And when I say see a kid, I don't mean like have to go and, you know, stay with relatives or friends who have kids or things like that. I just mean being on the train and having to hear well, a kid speak. You know, like that's, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. The back, I don't the, want to get, get it away from me. I live in, um, like a, like a, uh, my back window opens up to, Brownstone, the back of two separate blocks of brownstone. So I have like I can listen to like twelve to fifteen backyards at any time. Not and they're like a few doors down, there's these kids. The kid, dad's out doing fucking yard work, right? Shit, he definitely doesn't want to do. Probably busts his ass all week. The kids are outside saying, "Daddy, daddy, 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 mm. daddy." Da-. Like, but, but I noticed I said kids, so there's like two or three yeah. rugrats running around saying, "Daddy, daddy, daddy," and I know. He he! I know he's thinking, this is not how he pictured the life, you know. No, in in fall he's gonna rake a big pile of leaves and then sit lotus style in it and douse himself in kerosene and just fucking light up. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, like oh my god! Oh, that stresses me out just to hear that story. Yeah, it's like when insane. when he was a young teenager in Armonk, New York, and when uh, reading reading and rereading a dog-eared version of. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and Duran Duran had just dropped and he liked to listen to it on his Walkman. You know, he worked at like the, the local IGA store and, and made made a decent amount of money, you know, for for like a 16-year-old kid. Um, and, you know, his whole life was in front of him and he just thought, God, I could, I could go to California. I could 
You know, I could go overseas. Or, and, you super camp. And then he became an accountant and uh, worked for the state of New York and had three kids and moved into a brownstone that he can't afford on his pay, but his wife insisted. Mm. And then there no, you can't. <clears throat> nope, it's not going to happen. And then he, no, you can't. Can't go abroad. Yeah, and you can't go abroad because you got kids. You're gonna have to yeah. like go with the kids, and you got to go to a gap in in Rome, you know, because that's just that's how your life is. You yeah. go to different places, and you just go to like the same. You, you go, go to Starbucks to, in Geneva. No, you go to the the big square in Prague, but your wife is like, you know, I'm tired. Let's just go to TGI Fridays, and we, and and you, and you have that twinge. You're like, but we're in Prague, like. Oh, yeah, this is Prague. Okay, I guess we're right. gonna like. Oh and my god, he's, he's doing some more menial work, and he he's upstairs, and he f- opens a box, and he finds that <clears throat> dog-eared copy of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and uh, he um <clears throat> he realizes that his life is over. That's a there's there's nothing left to do but start killing prostitutes on Craigslist. You know how like when you're in the house and you lived in your parents' house, you can tell who's walking by the sound of their footsteps. Oh yeah. Like my oh, mom yeah. tread lightly. She's like a smaller woman. My dad was like boom boom boom, right? I still can tell you my father's footsteps right. like no question. Like if you put me in a dark room and like or like blindfolded me or something, you just played 20 people's footsteps. Yeah. I could pick his out like the first step He's I get. like Andrew, Andrew, are you asleep? Let me in. Why is my father is my father the narrator of in. Aladdin? What's going Let on? Let me in. Daddy loves you. Let me in. <laughs> Your butt cheeks are warm. <laughs> That's what happened. You told me that one time. Yeah, I know, but it was, it was, you know, that was a private us moment. <laughs> I love private us moments. We don't have enough of them. <laughs> that one time your dad came in the room and said, your butt cheeks are warm. Yeah. Just weird. Yeah, he was. He's, he sounded like Ren from Ren and Stimpy. It was, it was a bizarre night. I might have been dreaming. Yeah. I don't know. And he's like, me gusta culo grande. Oh, your father is very Hispanic. I understood. I understand. Yeah, I know. I, my father is uh, an extremely proud Latino <laughs> he man. Is the, the, does he wear the uh, the fucking Puerto Rican flag jumpsuit and shit? No, he actually just wears a uh, a sombrero. That's all the great. Time. It's really weird. <laughs> when he's every time I see my father, he's wearing a sombrero and shooting his so guns your, up when in the your air. Dad, it's fucking bizarre. Dad came in from work. He's like you heard like down the street. You're like. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> getting louder, getting louder. Yeah, that was pretty was like, much oh, it. That's something I knew my old man your was. Dad home. is like Boricua, like from day one, right? Straight from Puerto Rico. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> a little, little dark theater involving your dad. And he's like, Andrew, Andrew, are you awake? Mommy's asleep. I'm, oh man, I'm coming in. <laughs> I'm coming in. <laughs> anyway, um, what were we talking about? Oh, so. <laughs> Um. Okay. Anyway, you <laughs> said right. a visual. That was really good. Yeah, let's keep it together. Like, let's keep it together. It was, it was like my father with a Poncho Vila no, mustache. It was, your, it was like when you moved home. Bri- I like you're going Puerto Rican, and I'm going like uh, Ben. No, this was that time when you moved home briefly when you were like 28. Oh yeah, of course. Like, Andrew. What? Yeah, that one time, that only single yeah. time that I moved home briefly, I didn't, didn't do that four yeah, or five I times remember, in my like, life. One day, I just have to pick you up at your parents' house for practice, and you'd be like, "Oh, you know what's up? No problem." I don't want to talk spoken. about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, Andrew, I'm so glad you're living back in the house. You can live here for free, but there's a cost. Anyway, it's always yeah, a cost. You have to pay an ass, dude. Hundred <laughs> percent.
conflict diamond in the uh, darkened quarry of our failed podcast was the fact that our friend Ray the Bouncer decided to come upstairs and do about 10 minutes of material. And he is um, not kidding, not exaggerating. He is the most genuine individual that we know. <laughs> yeah, he is uh, something else, to say the least. He is the real deal, the autographic unit, the, the uh, original Picasso. <laughs> so, uh, I guess without further ado, we are going to dip into that audio. Oh, a Ray oh, the Bouncer I hear Ray in the background. Ladies and gentlemen, Ray the Bouncer is a local folk hero, um, the best bouncer in Albany no by question. far. He has a million different stories. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here, oh, 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 here it comes. <laughs> Get on that microphone, man. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I, man, I need some introduction. His name is Ray. All right, tell me why. Tell me why. I need a little closer on that mic. <laughs> on the mic, man. Is that right okay? Is that better? Oh, yeah, you're good. You're good. All right. All right tell me why. I'm okay. here for an interview. It's going to be short, but I'll... Oh, it's, it's oh, fine. Yeah. I appreciate okay. you. Okay, Ray. What can f- I almost do for you? Ray, are you familiar with what we do or podcasts? Nah, not really. Somewhat. Okay, that's good. We need you right now to just riff. We need you to tell us about <laughs> life, about oh. murdering girls. About murdering? What's going on tonight? Are you going to get murder somebody? Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm taking the night off. I've done enough murdering for the day. Really? Yes. With girls? They, they're coming out of woodwork. Tell I got us a real, about... I got a real problem I'm dealing with right now. I'm going to have to... Uh, to please... is, this, is this my girl? Or what's no. It? This I, is... I don't want to say her name on no, the air. No, right no, no. This is somebody totally different. Let's hear about it. She's, she's worse than what I had. And the temper is extra mean. Whoa. Okay, so tell us what's going on. Oh, I can't, she, I, she, I, she can't stay away. She can't stay away from you. So she's you must give coming, her. She's been coming here on the regular. What's the chance that she's sitting on your porch right now waiting for you? Uh, I don't want to answer that right no, now. Yeah, right, yeah, so you must. Be true. But, right, let's, we're all men here. You must, yes. be, you must give it to her real good if she. I, that's the problem. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> you must be giving it to her real good if she keeps coming back. No, we can't have this. You, you don't understand. Okay, I don't. If you give her a kitchen knife, she'll cut any and everything moving. Holy shit. That's he crazy. had a woman who would just hang out here for weeks at a time. No, uh, she, she comes she in. No, she's else, been yeah. coming in every day because sometimes I'll come in for a nightcap. She's yep. been coming in here every day sitting and waiting. So as soon as I walk, oh, baby, sit right here. Give him a double or a triple. Oh, shit. She's been spending money on me like crazy. All right. To get you drunk. Yeah, to get no oiled up. Oiled up. <laughs> <laughs> Get you oiled up, and then what happens? Take us into the bedroom. Well, and then you play Tarzan, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you play Tarzan. Yes. Oh yeah. You you, you play uh, Tarzan. You, you Ray, and she's Jane. Yes, she said no. She bought. She actually she created Tarzan. Oh she really? Said, she said she said Poppy. I said what, baby? She said, listen, let's play Tarzan. I'm gonna be Jane, and I'm gonna walk around the house naked. Great. What is a man to do? I, so get hard. Man. Attention. Sex. Yeah, attention. A- attention. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so But attention. this isn't butcher knife lady. This is Oh, this is a, this is a new butcher knife. Lady. All right. So only butcher problem knife is the other only problem lady. is she doesn't carry one butcher knife. She's got like four of them. Jesus. Cuz you had butch he had butcher knife lady before, who was yes, a woman I had, who yeah. I think I went to jail for attacking someone with a knife, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had butcher knife lady before, but now this the, the new butcher knife lady so, Ray, you worked all day. Yes, I worked, worked all day. All Chased night. the garbage truck. Worked all night. All night. Yes. Ray Ray is, uh, Ray worked my neighborhood yeah. Yeah, at the garbage truck. And he's great. Um, and I see him at Stewart sometimes. Yes. It's awesome. You're getting, uh, getting the pint on credit. Uh, exactly. 
<laughs> exactly. You know me too well. Man. Even though the pint comes out of the coffee, it's still a pint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got yeah, a spe- yeah. When I come in, have I got a special mix. Yeah, yeah. A special mix. Got a special pot. Uh, <laughs> you got a special mix of coffee. Yes, it's, I must say it's really good. It looks, it looks like you know, it looks like a bat, but it's a pot. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, put your knife, lady. All right, so let's get back to Tarzan and Jan. I want, I want to take you. I want you to I take us into it. I, I got to stop. I had, to, I had to put a stop to it. Wait, so you work all day and then you work all night and then you have to go home and play Tarzan? How do you do it? No, I've been, uh, avoidance. Avoidance. Well, I, a couple of nights I, I couldn't avoid it. It was in front of me, so I had of to. Of course. But now that I, things are pretty much trying to get under control, I've been cutting back on services and she's getting mad. <laughs> cutting back. She's like, why don't you give me that good stuff like you used to? No, she wanted, she wanted drink. You know, listen, this woman, just you look at her, she's small, mm-hmm. and she likes to drink Bacardi and tequila mix and chase it with Corona. Holy shit! I can't do that. So she's trying to keep up. She wants you to keep up with her. Yeah, I can't do that. So I what? Said, so I can't mix like that. So when she's going back to your spot, she's drunk and you're sober. She ain't that young. No. Okay. She's like. 48, 49. That's all right. That's all right. No, it's not. Oh, oh, he said drunk. All right, now. <laughs> no, that's no, all not. right. No, it's not. No? Oh. No, nah, that's not I'm working for you. I'm trying to run in the other direction. Young. But she's got, she got one hand on the pants leg pulling me back. Oh, uh, so Ray, you want to trade up. You want to go to the young stuff. Uh, no, I don't want that either because I have a problem with a young one too. Well, so do I. She's 18. Ooh. I won't do it. She told, and she told me, I don't care how long it takes. She said, you're going to give it to me. I said, listen, I'm old enough to be your grandfather. You're only 18. You haven't, be, you haven't been around the corner yet. So after you had sex, what did you guys talk about? <laughs> I didn't. I'm not. Yeah. No, listen, it's not illegal. Come on. I know it's it, not man. illegal, but what I'm saying is Imagine that. this 18-year-old knows that I work here. Oh, she yeah. showed up the other day with well, the. You've had women. I remember you've had women like be sleeping and have women start fucking like knocking on your window. I have had women night. knock on my window. <laughs> well, he's sleeping. He was telling me he kept an extra toothbrush around just for women who would knock on his window yeah. in the middle of the night. I, I've had my window kicked in. <laughs> Holy shit! You must, yeah. you must you must give him that crazy shit. Yeah, this was a Dominican young lady. Okay. Okay. I, I went home and I told her. I said, "Listen, I gotta go food shopping. When I come back, you can come in." So I went food shopping. I was putting my food away. She knocked on the window. I came out. I said, "Yo, listen." Can you come back in a half hour? Oh, you got another bitch in here. I said, no, I don't. <laughs> so I closed the door. I'm in there putting the food on. Next thing I got here, she said, okay, motherfucker, don't play me, play lotto. Crack my basement window. Jesus I'm hearing this glass. My landlord said, because you thought she was living on top of me, she said, Ray, what the, what's that noise? She said, what do you do? I said, drop, drop the glass. No, she kicked my, <laughs> no, she kicked my window in. To get to you. And she said, don't play me, play lotto. Holy shit. That's a great Jesus line. Christ. Don't play me, play a lot. I'm gonna say that to girls. Don't play me, play a lot. We're gonna call that episode. Don't play <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Damn. So you had the girls. So the 18 year old. But she's barking up your tree. And barking. Screaming up your tree. It goes beyond that. Okay. So do you ever feel tempted? I feel tempted. She's so pretty. Pretty Petite, young, tight I body. I can't do it. Can't do it. No. Why not? Not even it. just once. And because not a passion. If I do that, then the misbehave pattern is going to change. I don't need that. <laughs> oh, so okay. See, see, that's my problem. Because if an eighteen-year-old pushed herself on me, I, I would be in the bed. I can't do it. I told. Her, I said, if, if I do this, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. She said, no, I, I won't. I said, no, no. I already know what you're going to do. As soon as, as soon as I'm drying it off, you're going to have your hand out. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I'm drying off, you're going to have your hand out. I pretty. <laughs> you got away with words, Ray. I love it. <laughs> 
soon as I'm driving, <laughs> that's true though. You know, that's kind of true though. Because I is. hooked up with a girl, I DJed at a club, and she went home with me. And she was like, "Well, I don't leave for Phil. I don't leave back to Philadelphia till yeah. Tuesday. So she had to stay at my house for two days, and she wanted me to buy her everything in exchange for you know sex." Oh yeah, they do that. See, I call it a sale item. <laughs> <laughs> okay, elaborate, please. It's a sale item. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Listen, you pay for it one way or the other. Whether you buy flowers or a bottle of booze or whatever. Pay for it one way or the other. It's true. Gas and electric, telephone, gas in the car. Yes, come right in. Come right in. Don't hide the vibe. Who do we got? That's a great sale item. I've had pl- plenty of sale items okay, in my we're gonna, life. We're, we're going to let you interview these two next. I'm going to end my interview by saying that murder has to be committed. Uh, clearly. <laughs> Until the next encounter. Oh, Ray, thank you so much. You're Ladies welcome. and gentlemen, Ray the Bouncer. Ladies and gentlemen, Ray the Bouncer. Hopefully, this won't be the last time. You just gave us some oh, serious no, it, knowledge. There'll be more information Wait, available. Again. Ray, 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 Ray. We have one more thing. One last thing. I okay. know the door is filling up. I, yeah. We have a lot of like uh, young men. We have a lot of young men who, who need guidance on this podcast. Can, what, can you give them a one word of wisdom? Don't do it. Hold on. I just got this one thing to do here. Hold on a second. All right. Serve you better. This call may be recorded for training and quality purposes. This is going to be great. Nah, dude, it's totally worth it. Bouncer? Yeah, is this the cab company? Yeah, Bouncer, can I help you? Yeah, I called a cab about 90 minutes ago, and uh, we were outside waiting forever. Wow, is it the first time you called us, sir? Who, where, where, is this, uh, this is Capital City Taxi? Yeah. Yeah, well... Where are you? Where are you guys? I'm down. It's well, freezing cold. I got my girlfriend's kid. Okay, uh, this is the first time you called me, Mama. Uh, no, I remember. What's your name? What's your name? Your name. My name is Amin. Yeah, it's, uh, you're the one I talked to 90 minutes ago. I'm outside freezing. Well, where are you? We're supposed to. Uh, we're supposed to go to the mall before it closed. Now it's not even worth it. <laughs> Look, it's not. Why, how would I have your number if it's the first time I've ever called? Okay, well, where you called me from? I called you for a ride 90 minutes ago when it was worth it. And now it isn't. I'm, I'm sorry, my man, but. Uh, well, that's. Is there any way? Is there any way I could be compensated for this hardship? <laughs> Uh, what address did I call for? What address? You know, what's your address? Uh, it's, uh, it's you, you know, 860 Madison Avenue, down in Albany. Not that it mad, oh, not that it, not I, that I, it. I'm in the right here, I don't see all that. Where, line, you know? no, 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 where are you located? Uh, I'm located in Albany. Where? What exact location? <laughs> Albany's a big city, if you hadn't noticed. Clearly, you don't even know how to get around because it took 90 goddamn minutes to pick me up. Uh, I'm sorry, my man. I don't know, but you don't call me. Well, I'm sorry, too, because when my friends ask me, well, who's the person to call? 
I'm going to tell him that you're not the one. He just hang up on you? He just hung up on me, motherfucker. Actually, you know what? I got to do something here real quick. Hold on a sec. Thank you for calling the Latham Target Store. Our the normal what? store business hours Latham. are Monday through Saturday, the Latham? 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Latham. And Sunday, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be good, man. Please stay on the line while your call is transferred to the operator. I want to be a I want to be an operator at Target. Can I help you? Hey, is this Target? Is this the Target yes. in Latham? Okay. Um, you know, uh, I got uh, I, I, I've got a uh, kind of a thing going on right now. If you could help me out, it'd be great. Um, I'm out in the parking lot, and you know it's real rainy out and everything, right? Hello. I I, I don't know because I I haven't been out, so I don't know how is it out there. Oh, that's so depressing. Oh, you haven't been outside yet? Oh, it's real bad. No, not yet. Oh, it's it's real bad. Anyway. Uh, just bear with me here. Um, I got a, uh, my girlfriend's kid is with me, and he's sick, and he can't go out in the rain. I was wondering if I give you a couple items, if you could bring them out to me in the car, because it's really bad out, and he's sick. Could you give Could you give me some help? Did she fucking hung up on me? Damn. Hold on, Angel. I just got to do something real quick here. Hey, we're going Domino's and Grand. We're here with our customers. My name is Robbie. How can I help you? Yeah, oh, well. Uh, do you guys got that uh, hand crust? Yep. <laughs> All right. You got a hand? Okay, I'll take a large hand crust. Uh, can you just make that like a, like a six cot? Hello? 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 Robbie? Robbie, hello. Hello? Yeah, hello, Robbie. Hello? Come on, Robbie. I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. I've been talking. I've been yelling your name for the past 20 minutes. Uh, should I get a pizza here? Okay, so what do you want on your hand tossed? Uh, I, I wanted hand crust. You want the pan, or pan crust or hand tossed? No. I want hand crust. <laughs> Like, I just seen the commercial, and it said hand crust. Okay, so what, what I believe you saw was our hand-tossed crust. What's the difference? This is one of, this is in Billings, right? Say again? This is in Billings, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just seen it on the TV, hand, tr hand crust. So I, I could have already ordered, and you could have already got your guy on the way here. Let's get it going. Your, can I get your address since you want this for delivery? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm over in Grand Avenue. I'm at Colton and Grand. Okay, I need an. We can't deliver to you without an exact address. Well, you can't. Uh, the guy last week delivered. Uh, he delivered. Um, he delivered to like a corner. I can't really <laughs> give out my address. <laughs> my old lady. My old lady. Oh, my old lady. Oh, Robbie, wait, if you can play ball with me here, my old lady's got some problems with her ex-boyfriend and her kid. And if you could uh, just, because she doesn't want no one getting her a new address because she's got a lot of problems with the court. So if you could okay, just, well, just well, do well, me a... Let me pass you off to my manager because I can't send out a driver without an address. All right. Too much liability for us. Okay. <laughs> Hold on one second. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I'm just trying to get a pizza here. And, uh... You know, I'm just trying to get a, a hand-crossed pizza here. Hello? Who's this? Is this the manager? Yep. 
Great. I got. Uh, I'm trying. I uh, just talked to Robbie. He's a good guy. And uh, we're, I'm just trying to get my pizza delivered, bit. but the problem is my uh, girlfriend's got a lot of problems with her boy, her ex-boyfriend and their kid, and uh, uh, she doesn't want her address going out to nobody new. So, uh, okay. um, so if well, you meet just, me on the, uh, if you can meet me, uh, issue for our drivers to send them out there without an address. So, well, if you can meet me on the corner somewhere, or maybe like at a gas station with a lot of people walking around. Or something, you gotta play ball with me because I'm hungry. And she's got her girl, I've got my girlfriend's kid, and she's coming home soon. And we're just trying to get some pizza, and I'd hate to go to a competitor. <laughs> um, I, I, there's nothing I can do. If you can't give us an address, I can't send out any food. Uh, wow, that's cold, bro. I'm sorry, man. It's nothing that it's, I'm in control of. I mean, is it personal? I mean, is it something personal? I mean, I just told you part of my life. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I got good money right here for it. I was going to get extra toppings. Yeah, I understand that, but there's just nothing I can do, man. Are you sure there's nothing you can do, like, at all? Uh, not without an address. Ugh. So you're not a person if you don't have a goddamn address. Awesome. Okay. And you got mad right. right at the perfect time. I'm gonna go since you're swearing at me now. Whatever, dude. Domino sucks. Uh, I just gotta take care of something here real All quick. Right. I'll uh, wait. No, it's it's okay, man. It's cool. I'll wait is a great Van Halen song. I'll wait till your love comes down. Is this the um uh, is this the Hollywood free clinic? Back it up. Hello? Is this the Hollywood clinic? Okay, um, wondering if you could help me here. Uh, I woke up feeling real sick, and um, I can't even really move. Uh, I live really close to you guys. Uh, is there any way you could make like an old school house call? Oh no, we don't. Like at all? No, we don't. Fargo? Is no, it, we is don't. It, has anyone asked you before? Because <laughs> I'm real sick. See, here's the problem. My uh, my girlfriend's kid is real sick too. Norovirus. Has got the. I think he's got norovirus, and I've got it now too because the kid stays home all goddamn day, and so do I. And. Uh, uh, no, our our doctors are only contracted to work here. They can't. Yeah. Okay. So if I go in, what are we talking? Because I've. I mean, I'm not working, and neither is he. And, like, there's no, and she's never home because she's working two jobs just to keep our heads above the water. And uh, so if I go in there with him, can you do, like, a two-for-one because he's, uh, he's just a kid? Oh, I fucking hung up on oh, that. You, you sold that a little. Sold you went little. into accent in the middle of that. Damn it, I know. And I, I called the, <laughs> th- sorry, Hollywood Walk-In Clinic in Hollywood, California. I'm sorry I gave you such a bad prank phone call. We'll try again next week. They all can't be hits, guys. Can you hear that? Oh, that's exciting. Can you hear that? Like, of course. All right, great. I wish I could speak. Yeah. I'm going to call this episode Sent to Voicemail. Always. What <laughs> oh, f- the fuck are you doing? There's a fax number, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Was this woman a robot? Um, no. Full disclosure, I was calling a Burger King in Stockton, California. 
uh, to get. Oh, God damn because it! Because I googled uh, what. I thought that was a little extreme no. for you, but like, sure, let me get this woman on the horn. Get her on the fucking phone and tell, set her shit straight, because I'm tired of living my life in a lie zone. You know, uh, I'm tired of living uh, this way. You know. <laughs> <laughs> this way, you know. Tired of living this way. Um, just, I'm just, and sometimes I just get tired, you know, um, my, uh, I'm going to try and do another prank. Do you mind? All right. right. Not go for it. Here we go again. I may or may not have called like 10 different Burger Kings around the country. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, is this, uh, McDonald's? Hey, Matt. This is Terry. Um, uh. You know, I uh, I know I was supposed to be there about an hour ago, but um, I am <laughs> I am real sick. Hello? Oh God damn it! Hung up on me. Man, he was fucking quick about Matt this. was not having it. Matt from no, no, fucking you know McDonald's is a fucking uh, quick turnaround kind of business. You know, Matt. Uh, big ups to Matt from the McDonald's in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Uh, you... What the fuck are you? Come well, all right. <laughs> What else do you... There's nine people in Chiang Wanling, and they all want McDonald's right goddamn now, but all right. <laughs> Let's not make this a prank call episode, but I'm really... That's really fucking... Tan, that's a drag. tans my hide, man. I think the people at Walmart would be more um, salt of the earth. I think they might Worth actually shot. entertain it. Um, oh, you know what? I didn't do Star 6-7, so that woman totally got my number. Whoops. Ooh. Well, we'll call back. Does that shit still work, really? It does. It's a secret. It still works. If you ever want to do a prank phone call, just dial star six seven, and your phone just comes across the caller ID as just a bunch of lines. It's great. All right. I like to think of myself, because I do this shit by myself all the time. Not kidding. So, like, you know, maybe I should uh, maybe I should start recording them. Here we go. This one's going to be really good. Same premise. Well, we got you that sick mic for a reason. Thank you. I'm really glad you got me this mic. Hey, is this Walmart? Yes, it is. Okay, I got a situation here. Maybe you could help me out. You know, it's real bad out raining, right? Yeah. Well, I got. I'm in the car with. Um, I'm in the car with my girlfriend's kid, and he's real sick, and I can't bring him outside because it's real raining out. You know. And uh, I was just wondering if I give you a couple things. Uh, uh, if you could bring him out to to us, and you could give you money. Yeah, we don't do that. Just right up to the door. I just don't want him to get outside because he's he's real sick. He's been uh, sneezing and and snotting, and uh, I just I got a couple items for him. He's just he needs some medicine. I was wondering if you could come out in the parking lot and and bring the, me the items, and I'd give you some money. We do that, but you're gonna have to hold on a second. All right. I, how, I, what? What? Mm, what are you doing? Like, what? Really? What are you doing at Walmart? There's 19 fucking people working everywhere I turn at Walmart. One of these assholes can't run some Benadryl out for your girlfriend's kid. Right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's just she gave me a hard time. Is this the kid's? Uh, it's the kid's set. <laughs> <laughs> no attempt to pronounce K at all. That. Hello. <laughs> I think she hung up. Okay. Well, that was fun. All right. It's fun while it lasts, but fuck it. I just really wanted that payoff, man. 
Damn. <laughs> you know, what if my girlfriend's kid was sick? He probably, maybe he died. Maybe that's why you had to hang up the phone. He I should call back and be like, thanks a lot. Good, thanks to you, my kid's, the kid's fucking dead now. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.